about like yeah i have to like make people laugh i, f- I realized that but then yours what you were like make people come i'm like that's crazy yeah didn't even think that about that yeah. for i mean i obviously i knew <laughs> but it's like i like to make people laugh and come i call it comedy <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> it's my favorite welcome back one and all thank you for listening if you're new here, this is the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast, and I'm your host, Molly Stewart. We define wholesome a little differently here, and my guests span everywhere from the adult industry to the vanilla side of humanity. If you haven't, please consider subscribing. Word of mouth is what helps this podcast grow. So share with a friend, leave a comment, download an episode, or anything you can to help with the algorithm. I release episodes every Monday. And if you're subscribed, you'll never miss an episode. You don't want to miss out on all the crazy conversations that evolve here. Um, but that's enough for me, and let's get to today's guest. I'm embarrassing myself here. All right, welcome not back to all. the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast. I'm your host, Molly Stewart, and today I have with me, David, drumroll. Oh, a drumroll. The Roach himself. previous sex worker josh potter (laughs) previous yeah no i mean i gave it up i guess yeah am i officially the ugliest person that's ever been on this podcast (laughs) no i'm here every episode (laughs) yeah well i mean (laughs) that's crazy no this it's so cool to actually be able to have you come on here and i know that this this probably sounds any which way but it's just one of those things that i never thought would happen you know people get busy like, and I've had so many cancellations on the podcast. People say, oh, oh really? my God, I want to come on. And then it's like, so it's, I'm really, really I'm happy that, to that be here. the time for me. I appreciate it. The I'm cab really driver really... that brought me here was like, this is far. <laughs> I and know. It's not <laughs> really that sense. far. It didn't hmm. seem that far. Well, also probably coming from LA, nothing really seems that That's far true. as far it's as really travel times. That's true. It's conditioned me into thinking like, yeah. this guy was like, oh my God. He was like complaining. I'm like, you're the one getting paid. Like, you're literally getting paid by how far it is and how much time it takes. He's like, oh, my. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Get a different case? Like, don't take me then next don't, time. Then get someone else. Yeah, exactly. People are so, it's so funny that every anytime that there's, like, road rage in Vegas, because I've lived so many places, and Washington being one of them, and that little stretch, um, Seattle to Tacoma, that stretch of highway, always under construction. Never mm. not under construction. Like, a 10-mile trip can t- is just, like, hours, hours and hours and hours. That's terrible. And I move here. And it's like, they're on top of construction. Even with construction, shit moves. There's a rush hour. It's one hour. You can get, like, anywhere in Vegas in, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, it doesn't That's seem more... like it's that bad here. And I people mean, travel like crazy. <laughs> compared to L.A., it's, like, friggin' a dream. Then you go home, like, I go to Buffalo, and it's like, there are people missing. It's like em- emptiness. There's, like, you're like, where are all the cars? Oh, my God. It was insane, because I went back to Michigan uh, in October last year or something like that, and... It was a very similar thing because I hadn't gone back in really so long. Mm-hmm. And then just moving around, I was like, I used to think that this was like as big as the world. Was. Yeah, right. What part of Michigan is it? Uh, it's like West Michigan. So like, I don't know if you know, like Holland, Holland to Grand Rapids. I know Grand Rapids. Yeah. yeah. Like that big furniture city here, full of tall Dutch people. So. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very close to Canada. Yeah. 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 Eh? Yeah, <laughs> you have basically like the U, the Upper Peninsula, the Upers is basically it's basically Canada. I think I spent like many many a summer just fishing in Canada. Ooh, well, yeah, I, I used fish, to go the family fish. I used to go to strip clubs in Canada. 
I've and never like, been to a strip club in Canada. I've heard great things. They're pretty wild. I mean, like, it's like uh, you can get booze. It's fully nude or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have, like, different rules. And uh, they're all Russians. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, just all of them? Yeah, I wonder now. I haven't been in. I haven't been allowed in Canada in, like, over a decade, so I don't know what it's like now. But I, you know, I don't know if it's changed with the times. Like now, it's like Asians and that come over in barrels as opposed to the Russians. Yeah, so. like who? Yeah. Who are the barrel girls? Where the are they coming from? Sex trafficking. I think it's how changed. much does it cost to see their titties? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we could fit more Asians in these barrels. They're tinier. They're tiny. Oh my god. <laughs> the Russians was, are too tall. Oh Jesus! I was something about Asians. I don't know why this just entered my brain cavity, but I was listening to something about how they were like, and I knew this before, but very recently about binding the feet to make them small oh yeah and that's always like just freaked me out because for all of you who know i have ginormous sasquatch feet (laughs) and so i always wanted them to be smaller and then i think about the idea of like having to even just some of the shoes that i wear to walk around to pretend that i'm a woman who knows what she's doing they hurt so bad so i can't imagine having to like wrap them in your toes like curl into like i don't know if i'm like doing that on accident binding my feet but i at night lately my feet feel like they're condensed. Do you Just, know what I mean? Like, and I want to like go in and like open the bones. Isn't you know, that so you, strange. You, no, no, you would be surprised. So I, I'm I don't like I'm not ticklish, but like my feet gross me out. So I don't like other people to touch my feet. But since getting into the industry and like having to be presentable in my house and take photos, yeah. I'm like oh, I have to maintain. Obviously, I haven't done that. I got stressed and I ripped all these ones off. These ones I can't get off. So, (laughs) but I had to get pedicures and stuff. And the first time that I got like a foot massage, I was like, has this existed my entire life? Interesting. Like, get yourself a foot massage. It's almost as good as coming. Yeah. I mean, I think I need to because it's like, yeah, because (laughs) I mean, like, I feel like my feet have like, like, it's like something with my shoes or something. I don't know. But it's like, it keeps my bones all feel like they're smushed together. Mm Mm-hmm constantly is it your shoes well no i mean i wear different shoes all the time so i can't spend a lot of time on your feet i feel like i do i walk a lot i uh you know i I think like i should probably spend more time on my feet to be honest but i don't know maybe i'm doing a good job maybe i'm exercising more than your feet are just getting really really strong so they're maybe they're just sore they're just rebuilding yeah it's just so weird i've also been having like weird circulation issues i feel like uh just like this side of my body will go like pins and needles so mm. i gotta get like a lot of things checked <laughs> out. well now that you have a doctor it's yeah well i get i get the same i've always had super bad circulation um for some reason like i can go to just like it can be 100 degrees outside 60 degrees doesn't matter I go into like the frozen food section and my fingertips will turn yellow and i can't feel them and it will sometimes Do they get take... numb yeah yeah this hand like especially numb. and they just look dead they look like little dead fingertips like it's not <laughs> When I was in the hospital, I had an IV, and it was like this whole hand went numb. And yeah, my fingers get like numb like that all the time. It's so strange. Oh, my God. What does that mean? I don't know. I think it means that I'm dying. Um, So I wanted to also let you pick. So I have Motivator Minis. Mm -hmm. So this one is called Winterberry. Winterberry? Or, What does that mean? Lord. See, I don't know what I'm doing. All right. So we also have Bio-Jesus. Bio-Jesus? So if you would like to try Bio-Jesus, since you've already tried motivators, I can sure. keep one of those. And we can. Oh, that'd be awesome. Or we can always like I'd love too. Bio-Jesus. That's interesting. And also because... Why Bio-Jesus? I, oh, oh, I was going to ask for your help and be like, I brought you here to do work, but I think... 
Oh, wait, now I need you to do it. Oh, okay. Thank you. This is the work? Yes. Opening this? What I just can't, the... I can't get the, the rip part off because I'm working with half chewed off nubs and then half acrylic. I mean, I'm nails. also chewed off. <laughs> I have like probably the more chewed off nails out of the two of us. I also don't have a knife on me like I normally do. I have a knife. I could go grab it. Are knives against YouTube's terms of services? I don't know. You're very, like, concerned about it. I'm I so never, afraid. Like, I bet. I'm so afraid. They're really up your ass, huh? No, it really is. Because it's like, I, you know, I talk about this all the time, but it's always that, like, oh, you post something that you think is like, oh, that's, you know, so vanilla, so this, and you get flagged, or you get censored, you get warnings, and you're just like, well, what do I do? And then I'm like, here's, like, the one thing I do that's not really bad i feel like according to like society but there you think they're really like keeping their eye out on you yeah i feel like that maybe they're not like maybe no one gives a shit because pretty much no one listens to this but it's still apparent like i said i feel i said this one time to i don't know if it was on my podcast or just in conversation but i feel like you get more because there are people out there actively trying to like report you that's also very true whereas like my instagram i think at one point i accidentally tweeted or not tweeted, but Instagrammed a penis. Not my penis, but like I've it was like so two people f***ing in a stadium. Oh, really? Which is like my favorite thing. I love when broadcasts capture. They don't do it on the broadcast, but like when they're just f***ing around, they'll like oh, they'll, they'll be like you know, camera two is just like oh, I look at these people f***ing, and then they show it in the truck or something, and they <laughs> someone amazing. puts it on YouTube or something. Hell yes, as they should. And so I posted one of them, and someone was like, you know, there's like a penis physically in that thing you posted that promotional video that you posted oh really like you could actually see it yeah and i didn't even realize that i just posted it up on my thing i'm like i'm coming to portland or whatever and um get some. <laughs> yeah and there was a penis and they're like there's a this is definitely getting taken down this is get-. and i don't know if anyone reported it i think they just have an algorithm or something yeah I, i'm always so careful i even like will sometimes put stuff in my captions like i have this one photo of me and my man and um around the bed we're fully we're, we're fully covered you know but i'm arched up and his hand is coming out the side the camera's on this side it looks like his fingertip is my nipple <laughs> like it's oh and so i literally put in the caption i'm like i would like you all to be aware look very closely you will see it is in fact a fingertip it is not a nipple please leave me alone <laughs> that's so funny and i'm oh sure you get reported for that kind of thing man being in the casino for the last two days makes me oh my god i can't so go short of breath like i i have like asthma attack right now oh my god i can't i don't ever go to the casinos the funny thing about vegas is people are always like oh like do you just love going to the strip and like gambling and just like oh it just must be so fun and i'm like um so i don't ever go to the strip unless i'm like showing friends around or meeting someone right. for a show like I could not give two f- less oh, sure. about the strip. I mean, if you all live the best here. parts of Vegas are off the strip. I like, bet. Awesome hiking, like even even cool like shops and restaurants and stuff that people just never even know about. But it's awful on the, on the strip. I hate it. It's just like I know they pump that oxygen in there, and this is my second weekend in a row staying in a casino. Yeah. I just feel like I have asthma right now. Like, I took, like, one rip of that, and I'm like, I can't breathe at all. I have, like, my lungs are, like, I have no capacity to them. No, that's, yeah, like, I um I used to actually smoke cigarettes, too. And so, like, coming to Vegas is cool. You smoke in the casino. I hate smoking inside. I smoke cigarettes. hate smoking inside. I need to go outside to smoke. Outside is fun, but, like, during AVN time, it's not because it's January. 
and so it's like cold as shit and you're dressed like well, that's a, when i like you're dressed stuff. like a whore well yeah <laughs> and you're like oh my god my nipples are gonna fall off if i go and smoke outside. no i love smoking in the cold it's when it's hot like this where i smoke outside and i'm like I, i'm like why do i even smoke cigarettes i, I it makes yeah. me like contemplate quitting even in la i like i like vapes i feel like it definitely doesn't <clears throat> Like now, smoking joints fucks me up more than just smoking vapes does. <laughs> well, yeah, <clears throat> smoking like a vape, I feel like makes me cough even more, though. I don't know why, but um, it like... I think it did before I got used to it because it was like... Also, it has different. no end. There's no end to a vape. Yeah. A cigarette ends. That's true. That's true. That's something... It was like a conversation thing, too, like when, when you do smoke because it's like, oh, you're going around all the other fucking social rejects who smoke as well. It's like... <laughs> Let's learn shit about each other. <coughs> Man, this bio, Jesus. <laughs> Something else. It's Savior harsh. or foe? Don't really know. Oh my god. I love like some of the names that they come up with for stuff. I got there was I on the same search, it was like wedding cake and divorce cake, like right next to each other. I was like, which one? Which wedding one's cake. better? Which one do you think? Is that would a be flavor? Better? Yeah, restrain, whatever, it's whatever they named it. I've heard of, like, birthday cake, and that has, like... I got birthday cake, but wedding cake and divorce cake cracked me up because they were, like, side-by-side side on the purchase list. Golly. Divorce cake? There's a, such a thing as a divorce cake? I guess. <laughs> maybe the divorce cake is more like an, an indica. It just makes you kind of, like, uh, and then go to sleep. That'd and, be... like, wedding cake is like, oh, it's fucking happy. God, I'm coughing all over this, this thing. <laughs> or maybe it's the um... reverse. I don't know. I mean, I would want a happier thing after a divorce, I think. Something like a sativa that makes you, like, get up and go, you know? Yeah. I really, I really like, uh, like, so many different stories. It was funny because, like, I thought for so long because I had, like, you ever have, like, that one bad experience with something and you're like, oh, yeah, that's garbage forever. It's not for me. Yes. I had one of those with just indica before and it was just, it was stupid like i i was i'm still not a weed snob but and, but then i really didn't know the difference and i was just thinking oh indica i've not seen that before i normally smoke hybrids i smoked the indica and i just had like the most paranoia ever really <laughs> but i was also going through bad shit at the time so i think that that probably didn't help but then i just thought oh i can't ever smoke indica again and now i love it I yeah it. i don't um <laughs> i don't uh man i have no lung capacity today it's so strange i'm like sitting here just like Josh, just inhale Do you want and me speak. Get you more water? Oh, I mean, I'm at some stuff. point that would be wonderful. Hell yeah! All right, I'll just continue the. <laughs> the yeah, thought. continue the diet. Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means: hot boys summer. That's right. The weather is heating up, and your boys need to be ready. Let's be honest: nobody wants a Sasquatch at a pool party. Luckily, the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped, are here to turn your ick into some "give me that dick." Before you strip down, bundle up with the Performance Package 4.0. You'll get the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, and two free gifts. The Performance Boxer Briefs and a high-end shed travel bag to hold all your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0 is not only waterproof, but also features their advanced skin-safe technology in a ceramic blade designed to reduce grooming accidents. The trimmer also has a crazy LED spotlight so you can get a precise shave. 
April is also Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, and Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 with their We Save the Balls initiative. Learn more at manscaped.com and use my code TWND at checkout to get 20% off and free shipping. Whether you want to be in the sun or the daughter this summer, get ready and smell fresh with Manscaped. As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered Kawaii Lighting, and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at kawaiilighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, kawaiilighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. Well, I was like, I'm so used to, I grew up buying weed from just like a guy who didn't like, there was no options. There was no strains. There were no flavors. It was just like, here's the weed that comes in this bag. That you asked for, and that's the end of it. So they're like, "Which kind do you have?" He's like, "This kind." I never even thought to ask him because it would just yeah. There's not like just the weed you weren't buying. You weren't buying. I was lucky if it came in a bag. You know what I mean? Like Like, instead of just out of his like pocket. He gave me weed one time. He gave me an eighth in a DVD case, like (laughs) loose and rattling around in a DVD case. And so, I mean, like, oh I don't know what I, I could have been smoking different things every time I could yeah. have been. But so now when I go to the store and they're like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know the strongest one. Yeah. Basically. Like, wh- I don't whatever, know. Whatever, whatever is going to make me feel high. Because like, everyone's like, what's your favorite high. strand? I'm like, I don't, I don't really have a favorite. I mean, I don't know. It's like, I cannot tell the difference. No, I don't have, um, I don't have like a favorite strand. I'm not like, I know some people are very sativa, indica, or I can only do high I honestly can't tell but... the, like an indica doesn't like, I can't go, oh, that's an indica. I better not smoke that. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't no. change it doesn't, me as much. It doesn't change. Yeah. Like it's just a different type of pie, but it's never like a bad. Yeah. It's, it's not just like, like Coke oh, versus heroin or something like that where it's like, <laughs> Where it's like you know, I hear heroin's fucking fantastic, but bro, don't try it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like those have drastically different effects on you. Yeah, for sure. Whereas indica, like, yeah, it's weed is weed. Weed is like wine drunk versus beer drunk. Like, yeah, it's not, you know or even I mean? just like this type of wine versus this type of wine. Yeah, exactly. It's like I still can't tell the difference between those either. No, for me, it's more about the 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 brand, like whoever makes it. That's usually where I know. Like I've had some before. It's like oh, like. This is fine, or it will say like the potency is one thing, but it doesn't really doesn't really hit like it should. No, yeah, you like, can tell when stuff. it's like cheap. And it's like they're fine, but that's why I like the oof, the motivators have that like was it they call it the the honeycomb crumble. So it's like oh yeah 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 oh fuck, and it just you don't even it's need like to smoke. the key for whatever that's yeah dipped in. You you don't have to smoke that much of it, and it's just a very like steady. I'm productive as shit on it. Like I'm yeah, talkative. I want to get shit done. I smoke that and make customs and just do whatever. Like edit episodes. Yeah, you know, go through review. It's just it's fun, but I feel like definitely I was never productive on alcohol. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. I drink. During shows, that's pretty much the only time I drink is like when I'm because I don't really go out to bars anymore since COVID. Yeah. I before COVID, I feel like I went out to bars all the time. Yeah. Well, bar is kind of like that social adult 
place. You know right. what I mean? Even if you're not like a heavy drinker, it's a place to go have a beer. Or, like, yeah, and like the comedy club is like a bar. So yeah. I go to those and hang out. But like, yeah, I haven't really like gone just and sat at a bar or like met people out at a bar since COVID started. It's strange. Yeah. I used to go every like, if I didn't have a show, I'd be like, well, I'm going to go to the bar or whatever. Yeah. And now you're just like. Now I just chill at home. <laughs> Chilling at home has like, it's always been my thing mm-hmm. it's where i started with like webcamming and stuff like that and it's just always been in my house and now everybody else is like the same way most of the time even now my friends it's not like oh do you want to go out somewhere it's like whose house do you want to go to and we'll order food from a place that we want to yeah, eat from funny. instead of having to like <laughs> do you ever go to not go to a person's house because they're so far away compared to like you're like well we could just go to my house where no can stay. or do just... you not like i like, Most, would you rather go to someone's house or stay at I house? personally would rather stay home, but I'm also not averse to going to someone's house, especially if I know them. Right. But I'm also one of those panic people that I'm kind of like when I don't know them and I'm like, oh, I'm going to their house. Well, staying home and having people over are different. <sighs> yeah, because you're already in your own zone. So you're already where you feel comfortable. Right. So I like to have the podcast here because it's hard for me to talk to people, especially in a social setting. Mm-hmm. Like... Even at the even at the comedy club, like oh, it was so it was so much fun, and I've told you guys this already, but oh, highly recommend. Check out Wise Guys in Las Vegas. Check out Josh. It was really fun. It was, it my was first a fun comedy show. show. So and it was really fun. But even in that situation, like once I'm there, and it's like especially because I went with my girlfriends or whatever. But any of those big social situations, I just like I put on my face, I put on my facade. I'm like, let's do this. It's really hard. <laughs> And you wouldn't See, know, but there's a are... big battle going around inside my head. I'm, like, very different before the show and then after the show, I would say. Like, before the show, it'd be like, if you were trying to talk to me, I'd be like, I was in war or something. I'd be like, huh? Like, yeah, I, you're just I, in the zone. You're I wouldn't hear out. anything. Yeah, and then afterwards, I feel like I'm, like, I'm still going. You know what I mean? Like, Well, you're riding off of all that energy. Yeah, yeah. And then I feel the same way. It's like, I, I go through, like, these such long periods of, like not being out in those high rush situations but even something like going to a photo shoot or like working with a new team or photographer or whatever for like the first time it's always very exciting but it's also nerve-wracking as fuck but then once you're in it and you're riding that high of like the adrenaline rush then afterwards i'm just like whoa yeah i can do this forever and then i book like six more shoots and then by the end of them i want to like curl up in a ball and kill myself yeah <laughs> like, it's weird it's like overload it's like there's a definite like high that you're riding where I could I like I can just talk to anybody and like even just like today like waking up and like having to I did like a podcast before this one and like getting myself jogging along talking I'm like god your brain's not connecting but like after doing a show it's like I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders I yeah. can like hold Especially court if you have like I feel like if you probably have a good show for instance I kind yes. of feel the same way even if I do like a live stream oh my god or... if it was a bad show I wouldn't even like talk to anybody yeah exactly then I'd, like go like, home oh, everything's awful they didn't appreciate whatever creative thing I was putting out but I the guess, crash is even the crash even after a good show it's just like after that like the crash is so hard yeah it's like it's like if you take Molly or something it's like yeah you're just on that super rush and the next day you're just like oh I'm depleted of all of my serotonin like, yeah it's, it's like gone. <laughs> last night I had an awesome show hung out for a little while and then like just like went to bed and then today i'm just like am i am i dumb like why is my brain so dumb right now just... i get that all the time and then i get so frustrated especially like when it's been a lot of stuff at once which has been like this entire year to date yeah and i'm not i'm not used to being that busy and then it's like even so before the pandemic it was like it was primarily camming and then 
after that it was primarily camming and then like four shoots a month that was it yeah that was what i did and then the pandemic hit and i did are you even going overdrive less. oh less i less, did less. even less it was all working from my home it was all making my own content mm. it was all this and now that it's out of the pandemic i'm like oh my god I have so much work to do and there's so many people to meet and there's so many things to do. And then it's like a super overload. Yeah. So I go no, through I've these experienced periods of that just too. like, am I actually R-worded? Am I actually yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? And then it's like, if you get a couple of days off and then I feel like completely recharged again. But Exactly. Man, Sometimes like, the days the off make me feel worse. Like I'll get off the road. And I'm like, okay, I have like three days to chill. And then by like the third day, I'm like, why do I feel worse than I did when I got here? It's just because it's like settling in finally. Yeah, because then you're settling back to like the norm, but yeah. like, and you're you're like coming off of that high. So then you're you're trying to bring yourself back up after the come down. And by that point, your brain is like, oh, I want that again. It's like drugs. Entertaining yeah. is like drugs. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Well, Entertainment yeah. is drugs. No, <laughs> it's it's 100%. When, uh, when you're entertaining chase. an audience. In whatever way that is, I feel like yeah. YouTube, Twitch streaming, comedy. Well, if you get a high from whatever. it, for sure. Yeah, especially like if you are super into it and you're like that type of creative person that like wants to make people laugh or come or whatever it is. Yeah. Then it's like for you, that energy that other people give you essentially is like so amazing. God, but that's so weird. I never even thought about like, yeah, I have to like make people laugh. I, I realized that. But then yours, what you were like, make people come. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Didn't even think that about that. Yeah. For, I mean, I obviously I knew, <laughs> but it's like... I like to make people laugh and come. I call it comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh my God, it's so funny. So I actually just filmed this scene with um, Alex Cole, which will be coming out eventually. Um, and we were just kind of like vibing and we were making content together. So it was all amateur. It wasn't a set there. So we were just chilling and having fun. And we kept like dropping brand names of stuff as we were filming because she's mm. like, well, what's this? Because I gave her some liquid IV and I'm like, it's liquid IV. Like there's commercials. And we get like <laughs> probably like 40 minutes in and I was like, we're stoned. And I was like, had this realization. I was like, I'm going to have to go back through this and bleep out all of these brand names. She's like, we should just start calling it Lemonade. And I was like, you know, it'd be funny is if I went back and I just recorded lemonade <laughs> and i use that to censor every brand name so that's what i spent my yesterday doing. i thought you're just gonna put the commercials out there for the brands <laughs> nope and because then edit everything else so out. with with pornography especially when i make content that for instance other companies sell like i just had a stroker toy come out mm. so when they host content can't have anything branded in it like no songs, oh i see, none I of see that I kind see. of stuff because nobody wants to be associated with that so in my head i was like you know it'd be funny someone's fucking just jerking off and all of a sudden ah, ah. <laughs> lemonade <laughs> and that <laughs> and that makes me so happy <laughs> yeah that's fun i love edging people oh fuck cracks me up <laughs> i just want to ruin boners but also like bring you to fruition climb yeah that would that's <laughs> exactly you're like uh you want to ruin them and then bring them back across the goal yeah, I'm line like, don't worry we'll get there in the end just stick that's with so me funny. <laughs> like, I've the been... idea of just throwing in a earworm like that or whatever just to like fucking they're like oh god come on i do that shit all the time i have like some fans that i like i really know them by now mm. so when they order custom content i know that i can fuck with them That's and i know what will fuck with them like I had, oh god i had i had one guy for instance order what something power? and there was a point in it which i had just been kind of like fucking along with it you know until then just like making jabs 
and he messages me afterwards because there's a part in the video where I say, I look at the camera, I stop what I'm doing. I'm like, stop laughing. This is fucking serious. I'm masturbating. <laughs> and <laughs> he messages me after. He's like, I need you to know that I was laughing when you told oh me to God. stop laughing. He's like, how do you do this? I'm like, I just know people. That's crazy. <laughs> it's fun. I think it's, I think it's much more fun because it's like, of course, I make the content that's like, um, like all the girl girl stuff all the all the different shit that i do and just mm -hmm. try to make it really professional and really porny but it's like i also like to be corny as well so yeah it's like that's why it is porny because it's like i feel like porn especially the porn that people like make fun of for like the bad acting and stuff i think that's what's funny about porn oh sure and i think it should be fun you should have fun with it i so like what it's like, like get embraced like that yeah like when it's like over the top like even with like porn parodies, like I've now never watched a porn parody oh for like <laughs> to jerk off to, I but I one. would watch all of them to like see how they the jokes <laughs> and stuff. You know which one? Stepsisters. It was my oh, oh, stepbrothers. With that's so funny. Well, that makes so much sense. Oh yeah, and I made it with like my best friend in the world, <laughs> and it was so fun. I like wrote the whole thing. It was the first thing that I like hired a crew for, and I was like, I'm doing it. It got nominated for like an AVN Best Featurette, which I was like, that's fucking cool. I knew it was going to win, but that's it was cool, cool that I like have it up there. I was like, that's my one thing. <laughs> I watched a, a Brady Bunch one. Oh, fuck yeah. It was like an older one. And, like, I think James Dean was in it, but I don't remember who else was in it. But it was like super old. Like, I want to say 90s, maybe, or even yeah. like early 2000s. And you could tell it was a different period of time because like you would think the Brady Bunch one, they would be fucking each other. Like yeah. that would be the whole thing. Yeah, they're all because it's like they're all step. Siblings, yeah, that's exactly. Like the thing that's out there now. Right. So <laughs> I watch it. They don't fuck each other at all. At the very end, the final scene is like Greg and Marsha, or whoever plays them, fuck. And you're like, you've been really like leaving a like lot a of meat on, on the, the bone here. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question then. So pretty much everyone that I have on this is either like a small business owner. Or mm -hmm. does porn now as a what former are their businesses sex worker? Usually, <laughs> so um, I had my friend on here. She uh, is an artist, and she runs. Oh, I see. The Just clothing, like... yeah, the clothing girl, yeah, a workshop. So I see. Follow her, buy her stuff. But um, so I had her on here. I had, like I said, I had Canavative on here to talk about you know all of their production right. Stuff, okay, which yeah, is cool. Um, and then like sometimes like photographers like about their work and stuff, but. As a consumer of porn, yeah, I'm curious because I've had this conversation with other performers because we wonder, right? Because mm -hmm. we've been in so many different types of scenes and just like weird ass scenarios. And the weirdest one is is always like the step sibling, step parent thing. Right. As a consumer of porn, is this something that you search for or is this something that is recommended to you? I uh, I've just noticed that it's just so prevalent now that it's like doesn't even phase me anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's just there. Like you don't even think about the fact that it's step. No, people, it, you just most think of the time the I try to find like a duo that I want to see. Do you know what I mean? Like two girls that I like know from separate works that I'm like, oh, they work together. Mm -hmm. And then it happens to be, you know, the step sibling thing. Yeah. Or, um, like the stepdaughter thing, like MILF and stepdaughter thing or whatever. Yeah, you don't even always, like that's always weird. I've done on I've done a couple of those. Just like age <laughs> difference like automatically equates to that now, it seems. You yeah, know instead I mean? of them just being like 
hot older women. Right. Like those don't exist. They just have to be stepmoms. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel they, like and that's it just kind gets of a thrown in there. That they get thrown into. It's like after you're a certain age, it's one of the reasons that I do not want to really shoot mainstream anymore. I guess this is one of the things it boils down to. I know that I'm now at the age You'd have that to I'm be too old to be like the young, hot. I don't know if ham. that's true. No, no, no. I even have, I've been starting getting tagged in MILF fan pages. That's hilarious. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, what's the like. just happened, damn it. Yeah, what's I the turning the point? I in the forehead. Leave me alone. I'm trying to think of a. I don't want to be a stepmom. Like I'm trying to think of an actress that I've seen do both the daughter and the mother. Like play both. Oh my god, I don't even... Who could be one that I can't even think... I can't think of one. Usually they're already in one yeah, phylum, like, like, in but it's going to happen that way, right? Like, like for instance, I, I believe... Alexis Katie Morgan, Fox maybe? started when she was older, so she started more in a milky yeah, role already. Right. And I'm trying to think of, like... What, maybe... Like, How long has Chrissy Lynn been in? Because she she played like almost a stepmom role. Like she's she always been the mom. mom. She was friends with my mom. Oh, I see. So it was like she was almost that type of role. But she's been in for quite a while. I feel like so she's sure been she a mom have. for most of it, though. Has she? Well, in the role, like in terms of my lifetime. But yeah, like, I'm saying like, like in my... Like when started watching them, basically. Right, yeah. yeah I'm saying like when I started watching... Like, I guess Katie Morgan would be one. Morgan. She was like a younger person when I first started coming across porn and now she like plays a MILF or whatever. I just feel like I want to skip the MILF phase. And I've talked about this on, on go Cam. straight to Gilf? go straight to Cougar. Oh, listen, there, there's a difference. I'm just going to have fun with it. And it's like, once I reach 40, right. It's just all butt plugs. It's all am- animal tail butt plugs, like different cat things. I'll just turn I into see. like the Carol Baskin. So you mean literal porn. cougar? Like yeah. the cat. And I, I was going to say, is weird. there a difference? Because at that point, like I'm 40, like who really cares? If my tits and stuff still look good, they'll still jerk off to it and it'll just yeah. be weird. And it's more confusion boners. And that will give me like a lot of satisfaction sure. in my old harrowing age. I thought you were going to say straight to gilf. Nah. No, nah, that's Grandma that's wait until the sixties. Yeah, which I'm I'm still gonna do. So Hell I think yeah. once I start actually graying, I'm just gonna like dye it all gray and just kind of roll with it. And yeah, why not? Long. Because I always hated, I always hated. I didn't understand. You get to like a certain age, and I would watch these women like growing up, and like once you reach a certain age and level of grayness, you just cut off your hair. I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like, it's so pretty. Like, oh, no, yeah, the shut it down hair. Yeah, like, I think it's hot. Like when guys have like salt and pepper, and like they get gray and stuff like that. Like. I think her hair is hot. You're talking about like that old lady's short haircut. Yeah, like the, the not like, even quite mullet. the Karen, but it's like a weird poofy, like it gets, it could have been like straight or curly and it just is a poof now, like on top of your head. Oh, like I see what you're saying. Yeah. Head. Or like even like those really short, like, well, kind of Karen. Mm-hmm. Bob. Sorry, David. Is yeah. that why, uh, like what was the whole stereotype of like old women having blue hair? Was it blue because they... Probably because of what they were, they were trying to with dye at the it? time. Because they didn't want it to be gray? I don't know what it is. Or maybe it's that they like wanted it to be more even gray overall. But whatever the solution was that they had at the time wasn't maybe what it is now. Because you don't really see a lot of blue-haired now old all ladies the blue anymore, haired... unless they're actually dyeing their hair blue. Yeah, now all the blue-haired people are <laughs> like the wokesters, the oh, kids. Yeah. But... Yep, I've known I've known many. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I, I feel like I'm not I'm not woke enough to hang out with a lot of people because it's not even that like I have anything against whatever it is. It's that I don't I'm not informed enough to like 
be oh, involved well, I mean, in the conversations that they always want to have. Because some of I'm them, just like, oh, I don't know about you'll that. Step or into, I say something ignorant. I do yeah, that exactly. here all the time. And then I'm like, it's not, like I said, what did it? I said it on another episode. I called. I said a hooker. I was dressed like a hooker, and apparently, I found out very recently that is not the term that you're supposed to use. What and I said the it at the time term? that I was like, it's not meant in a way that's like derogatory. I think hooker is a cool word, and I de- define myself as a hooker when I go dressed out really hot. And that's, it's not. Was like, it like a sex worker yeah, shaming sex thing? Worker. It's apparently what you're supposed to call them is mm. a sex worker, and it's like that's cool. But then people also call me a sex worker, and that's not the line of work that I do. Right. And so for me, it's not like, oh, you dirty hooker. It's that like, oh yeah, I was dressed like a hooker. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not. It's not. Can you say prostitute? Of, I mean, is it? I don't know. That's, see, that's the thing. Is like I don't even know all the terminology. So then it's like I'm already trying to censor myself. <laughs> And also, I bet if you talk to a hooker, she doesn't give a shit if you call her a hooker. She's like, I don't care what you call me as long as I get paid. That's what I fucking say all the time. I'm like, I'm making content. They're like, what are your do's and don'ts? Like, is it okay if I call you this and this? I'm like, (coughs) don't care what you call me as long as I get paid. So it's like... Yeah, I can't imagine there's like a hooker advocacy group out there of like a group. I think there is. Like a union. advocacy group for everything. (laughs) I, but I, again, it's like misguided youth it's not even really anyone in the industry (laughs) probably it's just somebody who's like taking up arms for them there's there's definitely that in the industry as well but i mean i just don't really i I just don't get involved in it and like i don't even read twitter anymore because it's all just it's it's just like everybody's fucking angry about something it's why i barely read social media at all i like do my posts and i log off because it's just so fucking toxic all the time and there's always that kind of shit so i just stay in my bubble and I'm like, I'm sorry if I say things that offend you, but also you can obviously tell that I'm not intentionally trying to offend you. So suck my dick. Yeah. So it's, I just, you know, I'm already ostracized in a way. So I'm kind of like, yeah, oh, what's going to, yeah, what's going to really happen? Right. Yeah. Like, like what are you, are you going to cancel? Make it so are I, you going to cancel me? Oh, people won't jerk off. I can't get a real job that I'll never want to get anyways. You know? Oh no. Yeah. Like I still can't get a real job. That's what somebody was Imagine like. if I went and tried now. What's this decade of um, work history of, gap? Yeah, exactly. A big. Um, I was wh- filling my holes. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they don't take too kindly to it. So it's like, and honestly, when I when I look at how miserable some people are, and the people that take the time to report me for doing things that don't have anything to do with them i'm like if i worked a real job maybe i'd be just as miserable as you yeah that's true it's like you know that's why they're so miserable (laughs) yeah that's like somebody i told somebody i was like a stunt dick for somebody's OnlyFans, and they're like well what if that gets out there i'm like good that would only help people come to my show because they're like i saw your beard (laughs) yeah that would like only help my life if that came out yeah you know Absolutely. And they're like, well, oh, I guess, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you would get fired from your job. Yeah, but it's I don't like, have a job. But yeah, I say that all the time. It's like I don't have a job. I have a career. I'm my own <laughs> boss. Yeah, it's like I can't fire sorry, myself. I don't have a job. I have a business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> I'm an accountant. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was an accountant. Fuck, I have to have an accountant because I don't understand. I have to have one too now, and I stupid. also still Payroll don't understand. I'm so fucking... fucked. I, there's just so much that I don't understand. That's why I'm like, I'm happy that I finally reached a point 
I might get arrested in like two weeks. <laughs> might. I, I think my guy's doing a good job, but I've like reached that point of passing my perfectionism to realize that I don't need to know how to do everything and do it all myself. And that there are people who are highly educated on things. Oh, you were just so doing you your own taxes? Them. I was thinking like I had to be so on top of this or that or keep it out of this or do this. Oh, and, Jesus. And I'm one of those people that I'm very much, I like to do everything myself. Like it took me so much willpower to hand over the editing to David. Thank you, David. I love you so much. Thank you for dealing with me. <laughs> like for a while I was going through, he would make clips for the show and stuff, which super appreciate. And I, I was in therapy at the time and I was talking to my therapist about how it's so nice that he does this. Um, and it, it creates so much less work for me. She's like, shouldn't it create like no work for you? I'm like, no, well I take his clips and then I cut them down or I cut out bits that I think would be good. And then I reformat them for Instagram. And then I put text over them. I do this and I, or I'll cut totally different clips that he missed from the episode. She's like, but what would happen if you just like posted <laughs> the clips that he made? I was like, well, the world might explode. So, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't want to do any, I've always in my podcast, I've always like never wanted to deal with any of that. I don't want to pick the clips. I'll pick from clips. <clears throat> I'll do that. But it's like, <clears throat> I don't ask me for time stamps. Don't ask me for, no. And I don't I'm remember you, anything that, that I say. <clears throat> that is good because I've reached that point now. And that's why the podcast is so much more fun for me now <laughs> because I'm not overanalyzing. When I was sitting there just stifling there and editing each episode by myself and just picking it apart as I went, like some of them I didn't even release because I was just like, it's too garbage. And I would just delete it. Oh, like, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that's no fun. As I hit yeah. the microphone now, I did it too. I had rage issues. So I'm working on them. <laughs> <So, laughs> Self-rage or? Yeah. yeah. yeah if yeah, it's yeah. not perfect the first time, in the bin. <laughs> like, that's throw it hilarious. Away. Like, it's, it's worthless. You can glean nothing from this, but... Now, if I don't like something, I still hold on to it because I'm like, well, maybe I'll reach a point where I do like it. I'm like, oh, you know, it was just the headspace at the time. So. I just do things and then I don't remember them at all. And I go, well, it... here you go. <laughs> this is, what is this? Yeah. The best. <laughs> I don't know. I, people are like, oh, you said, I, so many people will be like, oh, you said this, you said that. And I'm like, I don't remember what I, I have to go back and watch too. I'm like, wait, what did I say? What are I, I do talking that all about? the time because I do I do review the episodes, especially because since I do so predominantly work with performers, mm -hmm. if anything is said that I'm that I think might be something they want to admit, then I can point it out to them and be like, "Can I leave this in for you or not?" Because yeah. I like to do that just because I know privacy issues are such a big deal with this industry. So, do you notice that they're closed off, or there's things that they don't want to admit? I feel like a lot of people at this point are pretty good at censoring themselves, but sometimes if they smoke weed, then they do get a little more deep. But what, are, what could they possibly mind. say that, like, Some not that you have to give me an example. Some people for instance, about their relationship. Oh, I see, I see, like I see. That, or, like, if they have kids, or sometimes, even if people know that they have a partner, they'll say their name or something. Oh, I and see. And they're like, oh, I don't want their name said. And it's like, well, cool, that, at that point. Yeah, that's interesting. I never even thought about yeah. that. So I do review the episodes, but what's funny about that is, like, when you're sitting here having a conversation, you're just, like, in the conversation. So, of course, you, like... You retain stuff from it because it pushes the conversation forward. Sure. That's how talking to people works. Yeah. But when you go through and you actually listen to it again or even see clips, you're like, oh, my God, I forgot, you know, that, like, I remember it now, obviously, but at the time I didn't remember it. So it's like I get to kind of get even more information out of the conversation, listening to it and reviewing hmm. it again, which then helps me retain better information about people as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm so like a, brain, I'm so. an auditory learner. Yeah. So like when I review 
my sets so I can get better on stage, I have to listen to them. I can't like read jokes. Do you know what I mean? So I listen to them that way. I don't even need to watch them. It's just hearing the differences. And when it comes to my podcast, like, I guess maybe I should start doing that because I think about like radio and in radio, they make you listen to yourself every day. Like you have to go like, you could talk for 30 seconds and they're like, oh, you, and they'll pick apart every word. They'll be like, why'd you say this here? Why'd you say this here? And you're like, well, I don't know. Cause it's like, I have 30 seconds to talk. How many different ways could I have done this? But then you find different ways to yeah, do it because they fucking yell at you or whatever no for sure i and it's funny because like going through and reviewing them like i can even it's fun because i can even watch in a way um how i've kind of progressed in how i talk to people or, well yeah you remember you know, like anything, don't do I'm this like, do this instead or whatever one of yeah. those things. this was almost like therapy for me in a way because mm-hmm. it was like oh here's something i'm super bad at i'm gonna force myself to do it publicly in front of the <laughs> what world. are you bad at talking <laughs> at talking to people in person Hmm. Well, I mean, there's a difference between talking to people in person and interviewing them or yeah, having for like sure. an on-air conversation, and, I guess. Well, also, I feel like when I started it, I was under this illusion <clears throat> that it had to be an interview, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but a lot of the people that I did have on, I knew a lot about. And when it came down to it and the actual conversations that we started having, then I was like, it's so much better to start off with a simple work question smoke a joint and see where their brain goes yeah because you know half these will start off with like you know what's the weirdest video they've ever had to make or you know what did progress you into the industry and from there you know we end up talking about things that have little to nothing to do with work but then end up kind of circling back to that point as well and just have you only had that some people have i think is what's more interesting to people who listen than like you know a big laundry list of all the things that they've accomplished in the industry that anyone can google have you only had um people on that you are friends with or have you had like other it definitely started off that way which i think was good because i it was already people that i was fairly comfortable with or at least semi-familiar with but now um i've reached a point where it's like well I, i will reach out to people that I, I don't know. Who are your like, like dream but, guests? Um, I would like to let's see. I just had I um I just had Alexis Fox, which was amazing. But before that, I had Phoenix Marie, who had been trying to get on for a very long time. I was very excited that she came. So if you guys have not checked out that episode, um, what made you excited? Or like want to have her in the first? Like, was she an inspiration or? I just think that she's so cool. Like, she does not give a fuck what anyone thinks she's going to do exactly what she wants to do when she wants to do it and talking to her on the podcast just confirmed that even more and i had never worked with her before um but i had sent um i'd seen her at parties we'd had brief conversations here and there um but to me just like her presence was just phoenix enters a room and everyone knows (laughs) it's just she has this commanding aura whatever it is about her and she's just strong she's like you know i've been fit i've been fluffy i've been everything in between i don't give a fuck like i'm here to have whatever kind of sex i want to have and i'm gonna show people whatever i want to do and she's just talked about the way that she's even like controlled things on set like this is what the scene was supposed to be but i took control of it and i decided i wanted it to be this she put toothpaste in her butthole like the woman is just amazing crazy what was that for so she did um, a gaping scene 
Uh, and they took like the tricolor toothpaste and squirted the whole tube in her butthole. Oh my god! And then, is that not and the, then the most girls, painful? And, no, she said it didn't. It didn't hurt at all. It'd feel like cooling, the, probably. The comment I was like, comment below, does it burn? Because that was the question, and she said no, it did not. <laughs> so, but then the other girls in the scene took toothbrushes, took the toothpaste, and brushed their teeth. Wild. Yeah. Whoever thought of that. Pretty good. Yeah. Good, good on you. You're an artist. She said that you <laughs> she said that the director basically came up with it while he was brushing his teeth one morning and was like <laughs> It's that, just like, Oh, you're a pervert, I fuck with you. <laughs> see, those kinds of that's like performance art. There's nothing about that that like turns me on. No, we just want to like, see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's so cool, but I mean I could I could think of many people that I would love to have on here, but to me honestly, I also don't really want to spend time pursuing people to come on. I would rather you know, reach out and it's like, if you want to come on, you'll make the time to come on. And I would rather that be the instance because, you know, I don't want to be put in a spot where it feels like I'm chasing someone's time Sure. because then I feel like during this episode, it will feel like that. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Instead of, instead of just like, oh, I actually want to be here and, and that type of stuff. So it's like, I put the feelers out, but that's why I even have returning guests all the time because, um, I think it's kind of fun, especially with someone who's come on and talked a lot about work. Then for instance, um, have Alex Cole and Kay Carter and we come back and we just have insane conversations about yeah. whatever because we've become close because of things like this right. podcast and being able to talk to each other they're more, more comfortable yeah after. and then it just becomes like what is this i don't know but it's entertaining like, <laughs> you know it's it's been a really really fun experience. yeah i was curious like if there's been any if if there's like a goal to do porn uh people on the podcast and then if you ever found like that you just hit a wall where you're like i don't want to talk about this anymore or whatever you know what i mean so yeah i think for me is kind of like i would love to have a huge variety of people on because for me the people that i want to talk to are people that i feel like add something not like to the vocabulary but to my world experience because like for you for instance like you're a comedian i think that is so freaking cool and i actually want to talk more about that sure i know we got off on me fuck sorry um (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's it's just fascinating like even um different photographers or even people like cannabative or my friend who runs a small business that i know virtually nothing about but i now do because of her opening my eyes to the different things that she has to deal with and i think that it's more for me about trying to through whatever variety of people want to come talk to me is just kind of broadening my view of people in general because I spent so long basically in a little cam box with an abusive um, partner. And so now I'm kind of like at adulthood where I feel like I kind of have my shit together enough to be like, all right, I know who I am enough to like not compromise my own you know, really feelings on things, but be open to new ideas and new perspectives from people that I've, you know, never even considered talking to before Mm. or like who I never maybe thought I would even have an interest in either that person or their work or whatever it is. And I think that if more people just kind of expanded their list of, you know, just people in different ways of life, then people would be a lot more accepting, you know, of people sure. overall because everybody seems to fucking hate each other right now and it makes me sad because i just want to oh, meet me people too. and talk about stuff <laughs> yeah that's interesting i mean i look at th- this whole thing as like performing even though like right now i've it's just like obviously when i go on someone else's show or something like that 
I kind of take the vibe of whatever's going on, you know what I mean? But I looked at, like, you know, I was on, I did radio for, like, my whole life, and it was always, like, a show, you know what I mean? You're putting on a show. So when I podcast, I often feel as if, and sometimes it takes away from, like, the real moments, you know? Yeah. That's really cool you started there. I remember we went on a field trip once when I was a kid um, to a radio station, and I thought it was, like, the coolest fucking thing. I've always, like, wanted to do entertainment stuff when I was a kid, and I guess, like, Hey, <laughs> you don't always pick the job. Sometimes the job picks you. That's funny. <laughs> you know? And you're like, oh, I want to be on the radio. And you're like, well. But that's why for me, this is more like, this more is my chill vibe. Because I feel like I'm always performing. You know, like oh, whether sure. I'm going on someone else's podcast, whether whether it's making content or doing a live stream or whatever. And it's like, most people have never heard much actually about my life that either wasn't fabricated by my ex-husband <laughs> or basically told to preserve little people who were there at the time or any of these things and so to now be able to talk a little bit more openly just about how i see the world and how other performers see the world is really cool because i feel like so often people you know obviously you jerk off to people and that's cool it pays our bills thank you keep doing it but it's (laughs) like you know people have a lot of hatred because it's like you you separate the you don't separate the person from the performer right there is such a separation and if there's not and i've also been that person where i'm all the performer you're just so miserable oh sure so it's like you need to you need to accept that people who are in any form of entertainment yes have their own personal shit that they don't share with you because that's not entertainment that's like that's you that's your life that's everything inside of your brain and it's hard in there yeah <laughs> you know well no i mean that's there's are. so many like i've gotten to know a bunch of adult performers who i'm become friends with and i enjoy hanging out but there there are ones that not i not me though He's, I'm paying him to be here. <laughs> Not so. But there are the ones that I like enjoy consuming. I don't want to meet. Yeah. Cause it'll just, it's like finding out the man behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and some of them could very well be pleasant and wonderful and like fun to hang out with or whatever. But then it would take away from me, like wanting to jerk off to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's not like a don't meet your heroes thing, but it kind of is, I guess. Yeah. I never even like really thought about it. It's like, yeah, I just like, there are like a handful that I go like, I don't want to see them at a party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's the funny <laughs> thing. Like I, I definitely do not consume porn anymore, especially like mainstream right. porn. Like I know or know of or closely know <laughs> all these people. And so for me, I'm like, I'm not going to jill off to you <laughs> like i'm not gonna well you know what's different though i just come up with shit in my head like i make up scenarios i'm like oh it's cooler in here and i can make up people that don't really exist <laughs> like... we'll see what's like this is so weird i i've never even like articulated this like so when it comes to like actresses like that like there's like a you know four or five i could think of where i'd be like i don't want to meet them at a party or whatever or, yeah. like i just want them to live in my porn and then i'm sure they're lovely people or whatever but it would like ruin my porn experience but when it comes to like only fans i i always prefer when it's like a person i know from real life who's like by the way i have an only fans do you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i don't know like I feel like, like the bartender that lives like plus i feel like only fans in your building is or whatever. so much different <laughs> like i know such a wide variety of creators on only fans some who are non-nude 
And sure. so there's like also so many different varieties. Like some people only sell feet pics. Some people only do titties. Like some people do only right. nude. And there's like this whole different progression down to like, you know, I smash stuff with my feet and pretend I'm a giant. Like I, that's I the that. thing. Yeah, I do that too. My laundry is done. <laughs> I'm at home. This is really a specific fetish. So if this you are is the into, giant, if you are right? into giant stuff, I do that, and I have massive feet that I can pretend to squish you with. Onlyfans.com/slash. Uh, I can't, that's got to be like a lucrative one for you. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, you're very tall. Ta- and I know he listens to this, so he'll be very happy that I mentioned him. Hello, Shane. <laughs> he he is, Whoa, my little, Shane. he is my little tiny man. So oh. I have fun with Shane. I get to like pick him up and like throw him down on the ground and squish him. What are the origins of, the, of this? Um, is it the pathetic part or is it the tall part? Well, it's it's not... I think for him, it's more about like, he's super into the fact that I've gotten really muscular. So he always wants me to like flex for him and tell him how insignificant he is and how he'll never be as strong as me and that he can't escape me because I'm too strong and powerful. And I love it because I don't, I, that's gotta be so fun to just be like, you're such a little bitch. I don't always feel powerful. No, but it does. That is the thing I just said. You don't always feel powerful. Yes. Yeah, that's an appropriate. I said power feel though. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. I was like, "What?" Do you, I was like, "What's so wrong?" I always with... fuck up at least one word. When I'm doing I was like, "Are you feeling stuff? guilt of having a moment no. of vulnerability?" No. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but I really, I really don't feel powerful most of the time. Most of the time, I'm like, sometimes I have to sit like down and remind myself that I'm I'm the one making myself this busy. Yeah, so, technically, I am in control and I have a lot of power. I just like with great power comes great responsibility. I've had to have that conversation <laughs> with myself too, where it's like. You're paying these people. You can tell them what to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I have that moment where I'm like, I get nervous. I'm like, oh God, I have to ask if they can do this or that. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that's their well, job. No, I'm the boss. Yeah, that's their job. <laughs> David, put boss right there in the arrow. Pointing to me. <laughs> do it. I own you, motherfucker. I'm just kidding. I love you, I David. I own you. <laughs> That's the real, like, uh, slippery slope that could happen when you start, like, well, I don't ever want to be, I'll, so I will never be people, that guy. So. That's more, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm <laughs> not, not a dom. I, I have legit, I mean, like, so do you, but I'm saying, like, when you have an employee, you can't, like, start get to be, like, that kind of guy. I never want to be that guy. Mm. Where I'm like, you little no, motherfucker. You little stupid ass bitch. Yeah. No, I, I definitely don't because I, I already have a hard time like I, I reach a point where I'm like, okay, if something needs to happen, then I will make it known forcefully. And if it does not get implemented, then it will be more forceful and you're not going to like it. I'm not really three strikes. So I'm kind of like, I just put it out there. I'm not like a bitch, but I'm like, this is what needs to happen yeah. or something is not going to I got to work on you know that I mean? myself, actually. But, my pro- sometimes my problem has always been that I take far too long to address things that bother me. Mm. And <laughs> then I'm it's like, oh, bubbling up. It'll change. It'll change. And that's how you stay married to someone for like. <laughs> <seven years. laughs> yeah, I'm passive. <laughs> I'm too passive. Sometimes I'll be like, if the thing I want doesn't get done or something like that, I'll just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I'm this like, wait a fine. minute. I'm it's my. I have to tell them to do it. Oh my god. Otherwise, no one will do it. Like, was was starting a podcast like stressful in and of itself for you? Like, like what was the process of that setup like for you? I mean, I I've never. I always. I mean, looking back, I guess 
it was more stressful than I thought it was at the time. Like when I did it, I was like, well, this is the natural progression. This is like what I am supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, um, I had never had my own show in any capacity, radio or otherwise. I was always on someone else's show, Mm -hmm. a part of a, of a group of people or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I liked that. And I was good at that. And then when I did make my own show, all of a sudden I was like, what is this going to be like? And I didn't have me's around. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish there were like three of me so that I could like hire myself to be what I used to be for other people. Because I was like, I need a brain like that. I can do that for others. Like you you put me into an episode with yourself. Just film yourself (laughs) from two different camera angles. Like I mean, that's what I back do and forth with yourself. Oh, like that. I mean, I yeah, like actually basically do that. I mean, I don't know. It's but I don't know. It's like I didn't know what a show I would do would be. And then to like run my own show, I was like, I know I can do that part of it. But what is this? Like, yeah, and I'm still trying to figure that part of it out really at the end of the day. But um, yeah, it's just it's not like a. it's now it's just like a nervous thing to like, I don't want it to go away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel about the same. That. No, it's become it's become like a comfort thing for me. I'm like, oh, I'm filming a podcast today. Like, you know, yeah, that's cool. It's not a comfort thing. (laughs) I'll say that. I there are times I'm like, ugh, but it's my job. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. No, what I what I actually admire about like your podcast is that primarily like you don't have guests. Almost all of mine are guests. You know, centric. So it's like when I have to do an episode solo, which I've had to do, it's just a nightmare. I'm like, what the fuck do I even? And then it's like. Thank you guys so much for listening, but none of you ever do submissions, and you're always like, oh, I'm going to do a submission. Anchor.fm slash TWND for your voice messages, TWNDpodcast at gmail.com oh, for Anchor. your email submissions, yes, mm, okay. because I'm very small. <laughs> we, this is the way it works, but it's a hard. You guys can do it, but then, you know, it's cool, because then when I have solo stuff or guests that I have shit to work with. Yeah, that's the thing. Because it's mean... just me sitting here, and at that point, it, it feels like I'm... I'm live streaming on webcam or something. Like I'm I have like, to tape a solo episode out, on Monday and I'm like, uh, but I over prepared for it. Like, it's like, if I don't have anything though, I can't just sit down and talk for an hour. And if I did, it wouldn't be enjoyable. I mean, like I could maybe get through it and just like riff for an hour, you know, like yeah. even like the best people at that don't kill it every time. Do you know no, what I mean? No, so for sure. Like, I think the only reason that my solo episode didn't bomb is that I actually had some email submissions, so it was cool, because yeah. I can just rant about it. I can rant so long. It's pretty much what all of my cam streams are. It's just me naked ranting about things. <laughs> <laughs> like, hypothesizing about having pet dragons and shit. We just get stoned <laughs> and just talk about stupid shit. That's one of my favorite things is, like, once we reach a point, because we'll just be naked and we'll just all smoking weed or just talking and chilling, and I'll just be like, tell me something that you think i don't know whether it's just like some interesting fact or you know like whatever it is and then we'll just have all these different people start telling hmm. me things and we'll see like what's surprising what's interesting and then this we is just like get in the and, chat yeah yeah and we just talk about stuff and it's really fun so it's cool That's thank you fun. guys for watching those you should really get fun. a chat set up to do it while you would you be more comfortable live streaming your podcast than taping it because you're like a big editing freak but yeah, you've done yeah, so much sure. live i've actually i've actually thought about because um i do have a trip to australia coming up so i've actually thought about just kind of doing a live stream like on yeah. my chat and then just recording it like i normally would a podcast and, and that way i can just after. actively interact with people because 
then it's kind of just sorry i can't take my boobs out for youtube but right you guys get that all the time everyone's seen my boobs a thousand times no one cares (laughs) yeah you can just watch it and then go look at them afterwards exactly you know or just pull up a picture of my boobs yeah like put it over my just right here like under my face you can just look at it hey, get out your phone watch one on the computer look at one on the phone or yeah something. perfect just yeah. one one earbud for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so as far as like comedy and stuff mm-hmm. like that how would you define your brand of comedy oh my god i have i don't know <laughs> that's not a thing i do i don't define <laughs> like i just talk and uh and I asked that people because like me. that is a question someone asked. I, just don't I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how to answer it. And maybe that's why I'm like such an outlier in the industry. Like I'm not. You you're know, not like a category. You're just like. I guess not. I mean, I don't I don't even know what that category would be. But it's not even like. like it's I entertaining. It's not like uh, <laughs> the Comedy Central people are like up my ass like. Like, oh, we got to get this guy out there. People love a whatever the hell he is you know what i mean they they don't ever i just exist yeah. somehow i'm doing it and the industry is like huh look at that guy yeah he's well, not he's doing it you're, you're your own brand i you're literally am my own category. thing yeah i guess that's yeah. awesome and it's not like i'm well, it's a gonzo cool or weird you don't feel like you're like you know tied into something no i never would i'm an evolving human being so it's like aren't we whatever i am is what it is it's not like i'm doing gonzo shit where i'm like smashing watermelons or whatever but or like painting my body or something like that (laughs) but it's like it's still just stand-up comedy but it's not like i don't know how to i'm not like a storyteller or like a one-liner guy i don't i don't really know yeah what the word would be to if someone made me do it no, I, I, I really personally liked the flow of your set. So if you guys can ever get a chance to go see Josh, you definitely should. It was very good. Thank you. You know, it was fun. No, it was, it was a great good time. Shows. It was cool. And I really, the, the comedy club too was so fun. Like such a fun space and like just the good energy. Like that club it is was one so of my cool. favorite clubs ever. Like, and I, that was the first time there. So I mean, that, now it's like become my favorite, one of my favorites. I love watching comedy specials and I watch like every single one that I could, that I found entertaining during the pandemic. Yeah. And I had never really watched or gotten into comedy before. Max. That's right. You fan. also said that was your first time like seeing it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like specials to me are like, that's like, um, I don't even know how to, I was trying to like make a porn analogy, but like, I can't even think of one. But it's like, to me, it's like, Especially there's no... It's like watching mainstream porn and going to a show is like watching an amateur porn. No. Because it's still good. I would rather jerk off to I know what porn. you're saying, but it, to me, it's it's more like, I don't know, there's just no life behind the eyes of a special, like, unless you're in you the room. You can't actually feel the energy and it's all edited together, like... Yeah. And, and when you know how the, like, sausage is made... Yeah. You go like, well, there's no soul there. It's just like, yeah. there probably was when this was being but, created. But still, so freaking good. Like, And I loved them, which made me so excited to go to the comedy show. Oh, but sure. Man, fuck, it was so cool. The energy in there was just, it was unreal. Because it was like, you watch that shit at home, and it's great. And you laugh alone with your dogs or, or with whoever. No, the energy of a live show is, is totally and, different. But when you're there, and your laughter is like echoed by everyone else around you. You're just like, oh my God, this is so freaking cool. Yeah, that's a, I like, mean, I've been so to good. tapings of specials where it's felt electric and then you watch it and it's missing. Something's missing from that feeling. You know? I think what's missing is your own energy. Like yeah. that, because, because I feel like when you go to see it, right, for instance, when you go 
to actually see it rather than being at home mm-hmm. on your TV, watching any other thing you could have watched. You're actually a part of it. So you're you're a part of the experience making it happen. You, there is no laugh track. You are the laugh track. You're right. part of that energy and that experience. Whether I feel like you're on stage, it must be as well because it's going to be different like watching your own set recorded sure. rather than how you feel when you're in the moment up there. And that's the drug high. Yeah, that we no, keep that's chasing. the drug high for sure. <laughs> I also like am in this weird camp where I think like the visual special, I'm not as like into those as I am am into albums like is it because you can't see them maybe i mean but i really (laughs) think i really think it's like for everybody like the immersiveness like you you, your imagination is better like if you're just listening to like an album in your headphones or something like that you're imagining being in that room Mm -hmm. whereas like you're watching some opulent special where there's like a crane shot and there's a fucking it just takes something out of it to yeah and there's like, you know, the big aerial shots of the studio where even if you were in that crowd, you would never see those shots. You know right, I mean? right. It's, exactly. It it takes you outside of it and it's still good. It sure. still is people what love it them. is. And people obviously watch them every watch day. Specials. Yeah, people watch them over and over again millions of times. I just, uh, I'm just saying I, it, nothing compares to going to a live show. That's why no, I thought it, it was doesn't. so interesting. I know not, you're a big fan and if, that's why I was like, it's If you crazy, are a fan of comedy... <laughs> Don't be dumb. Go to one show. Go to one. Actually, um, I just booked again. I just booked Taylor Thomas tickets. I was so excited. Oh, I thought she got to, to get her on the podcast. No, like, oh, God. I, I thought that oh, my God. I, would, I want to be friends with her so bad. I love her so much. She's amazing. She's I, never um, seen porn. Which is crazy, which makes me laugh. It was just why even more I want to have her on. She's never <laughs> once wanna, seen porn. I just want to talk to her, not even on the podcast. I just want to meet her. But, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. And I was actually introduced to her through listening to her on another podcast. And um, I watch her with all my girlfriends, and funnily enough, there are a lot of girls in this industry who are a huge fan of her comedy now. Sure. Because despite the differences there, there is so much to relate to, and, you know, people will, it is what it is. Everyone has trauma everywhere, but I will say that this is definitely an industry that attracts those that's wild i wonder if she even has any inkling i mean obviously she knows she's tapped into this mental health if you ever hear this you're amazing taylor and i want to be your friend (laughs) no i love i love taylor she's fantastic she's a talent she uh but i'm wondering if through doing this like last hour on mental health or or whatever i mean like i wonder if she realizes that there are people in things like porn which she doesn't why, you know what I'm saying? Like things and that she like doesn't she relate said, to. And what I cool is she's like, there's nothing wrong with it. She's like, no, yeah. Care. Her one of my favorite things is porn is real. They're really fucking like <laughs> they are. They're really fucking <laughs> and it cracks me up so much. That's funny. and I see that there's like no hate there. It's just like not her thing. But I'm like, you have no like girl, you have no idea how much what you say resonates with a lot of us. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. to resonate with people that she probably in her eyes thinks she wouldn't relate to in any way for sure and what i not to put that on what i realized that a lot of things that come back to especially um with women that i've got to interact with um even more intimately like not not even making content off of this podcast like it's been able to build some really really powerful friendships and what a lot of that boils back to is the experiences that have nothing to do with porn that we are able to relate to each other because I don't do mainstream boy girl. I don't do anal. I don't do half the shit that my friends do in porn. I can't even relate to them necessarily on a work level other Mm. than like the understanding of, you know, where we stand in society and things like that. 
Um, but at the end of the day, everything that we boil down to that we kind of build that friendship on is a lot of very shared trauma. Sure. <laughs> like surprisingly shared. Well, there's a lot of, I mean, the humanity of it. in trauma as well, but at the sure. end of the day, you know. But that is, those traumas could or very well might not have anything to do with porn in any way, but oh, probably God, no. like it's so hinky or like you start to probably like lump everything in or people on the outside maybe do because it is fucking and people think of fucking as like being this completely intimate thing. Yeah. As let opposed me tell to you, there's a lot of fucking that ain't intimate. <laughs> right. I mean, that's in real life too. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, even lately I've just been feeling like this wild emptiness in terms of like just one night stands and things like that yeah. just insanely empty and to the point where i'm like it didn't even it wasn't even fun do you know what i mean and i could imagine a person in porn letting fucking get to that level but then you meet ones that are like have such the love of the game where you're like well at least like i don't know i mean i don't know how they would be in their personal life yeah. having sex but it's like the love but, of the game is so strong you're like of course, oh my god yeah, like some people are just in it to win it and let yeah. me tell you like what what i do now and the type of content that i make and actually choose to do now is like the content that i want to be making yeah and so i am in it like it is so fun i've been filming some fun stuff lately but it's like i am definitely a person who had a lot of sex that was like so bad to the point that i pretty much disassociated from sex mm -hmm. being in this industry and that had nothing to do with the industry all of that bad shit was outside of the industry right but then it reached the point that well it was something like the things that happened to me before even webcamming by the time i got to webcamming i was at a point that i was like i don't care i don't care i was way broken before i got into the industry and if anything now that i'm out of that bad situation the industry has given me such a new perspective on life and it has afforded me so so many opportunities even along the way of that huge period of garbage <laughs> and set me up to be in a position to actually leave that bad situation hmm. so you know at the end of the day there are some people you know who may come into this industry and then become traumatized from it but in a lot of instances and the more and more that i talk to people even outside of the industry there are so many more people, women, even men, who are traumatized Oof. in one way or another yeah. before they ever reach adulthood. And that is why so many of us are the way we are. And that's why I have a very hard time, like, hating anyone. Because I'm like, there's a reason that you are the way that you are. Yeah. And it's like, you could choose to change that. But I see clearly that there are instances from your life that are not going to allow you to reach that point right now right but at that point you know what else do you do? i've had that sort of perspective shift as well where it's like i don't blame people for the way that they are anymore it's like like you said you can choose to change that and that just is like a level of and it's like almost sad when somebody doesn't even realize that they are so fucked up from whatever and does in like they're walking around just acting like an asshole all mm -hmm. day and they're yelling at people and they're just spouting off nonsense that type of person like you just i started feeling bad for them as opposed to going like fuck that person you know what i mean yeah. like no it, it, yeah it's like a lack of evolution or yeah. a lack of like um some sort of self-awareness and you're like oh they're in to kind of put it bluntly it's like oh they're just dumb yeah 
<laughs> no, it, it was They're just like dumb people. It, people attributing uh, <laughs> <laughs> attributing. I don't even. I don't even yeah, hear you mess these words up. I hear myself somewhere. attributing. Yeah, all of our issues to the industry that we're in is fucking stupid. No, that's like and, a. But that's one of the reasons I didn't do therapy for so long. But luckily, I found someone during you know all this last couple of years who was the first one to not think anything that was going on had anything to do with my job. We talked about the job. We discussed the stresses of the job, how the job occurred, all these things. I barely talk about my job to my therapist. It was never seen from a point of that. But I do because I'm so close to it because I'm like, I'm... I'm so in it all the time. Well, that's the thing. I just say, maybe I should be, this is my question for you. Maybe I should be talking about, because like, I would recommend it. I go, yeah, I'm a comedian, but I don't really get into the, the weeds of it. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like that part of my life is going so good that the other part I need to concentrate on. So I don't even tell her the details of that. And then also like to try and explain some of this shit and maybe i mean i'm sure you come across this i don't know why i was like maybe you have to deal with this too <laughs> but to try and explain this fucking life to people sometimes oh, yeah. it's like it took her a minute it wasn't like it wasn't like oh i understand it was that she was curious enough to ask the right questions to get me to talk about it in a way that was productive if that makes sense so it's like well that's good that's good yeah Yeah. i don't want to talk about it in a non i don't want to explain the world of my world to this woman yeah exactly but at the same point i kind of felt like for me i felt i felt the same way um because i'm like well she's not gonna understand and it's gonna be too much and all this but then i think one of the things that happened is when i started the podcast and i was becoming so open about talking about this job and all the stuff that goes behind it with other people, I was like, if I'm doing that with them, I should definitely be doing that with her. <laughs> and once I started doing that, I I just made so many more realizations about like my attachment to the job, how that reflected negatively like on myself and my own eyes, like mm. all the different attachments that I had to it because of the things that brought me here. And once I was able to kind of let go of a lot of kind of the panic that I had alongside of the job and distance myself from that disassociation. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> I can see this in a whole new light and I can actually make this job something that is meaningful to me instead of something that I just do. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, I love what I do. So that's like, I feel like when I bring that up to this therapist or whatever, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's, the fine part that part is going also great good to talk about things sure you're right happy as well no yeah you're right and then because i have these sessions and then i'm almost like i'm ending them and i'm going like why am i doing this again and i remember why but i'm like but all she's telling you is what i've been telling myself i just need somebody i'm but it's helping it's like weird yeah, no it's like those... there's not there's <laughs> no surprises true. to these sessions at yeah. all. do you know what i mean and it's like i hear things that i berate and yell at myself for but meanwhile she's like don't do those don't berate yourself don't yell at yourself don't be hard on yourself and you're like yeah but like all the i'm just doing what you're doing to me you know what i mean yeah i don't know i think 
It's very strange. It's a new thing for me, and it's very been very strange, and I'm like gonna well, stick with it just to and, see it through. No, for sure. Like, I, and I think everybody just approaches things differently in the way that they discuss, or even the advice that they give, or the the exercises that they put you through as well. And then everybody has different instances. Oh, so you want to know my exercises me, that I haven't been doing? I'll tell you my exercises. I wrote, I had to write them down. I told her I was too busy for exercises, and I did the podcast instead. I did. Uh, well, no, I have like. <laughs> I have like a whole week to do them. She was like, notice sounds. I'm like, I notice sounds too often. That drives me insane. Like I hear the jackhammer outside. I hear the fucking, uh, my, like my roommate making coffee bothers me. Like the slamming of doors. That's why she's telling you to notice them because it's pointing out things that bother you unnecessarily. And then it will make you think about why. those. Maybe, but I don't know if she wants me to notice the annoying sounds. She's like, but no, those, th-. and then, so I don't know what that's going to that be. like what stands out if you're just yeah. listening? I'm going to end up just bitching about sounds to her, I think. <laughs> and then you're she like, said, uh, these birds, it's fucking jackhammers. She was like, identify moments that you're not kind to yourself. And so far, I don't think I've had any. What, what do you find that you're like most self-deprecating about? I feel like being self-deprecating is just keeping yourself in check. Like I never even mm. found that to be like a problem. And in fact, it's been my bread and butter. Like if you want to ask what type of comedy I do, it's mostly self-deprecating. I mean, at the end of the day. That's so, I mean. Well, I don't do comedy, but you know, in the other stuff, <laughs> self-deprecating. Right. I, I feel the same way. And, and, and I talked to her about this as well. And it was like. I, I was like, I reach a point that for me, and it's like, maybe you maybe you feel this too because you're in entertainment, right? So you mm-hmm. have a fan base. So you have people who pay money to come see you perform. You have people who listen to your show and tune in regularly. You get paid with ad revenue. Like, that's you. So when you basically <sighs> attribute all of that to yourself, you it's so easy if you just give yourself praise all the time as much as those fans yeah no they're to get such a massive fucking head that you could just become a piece of shit yeah I've and seen also it happen to so many people if and you're gonna me... listen to these fucking if you're gonna listen to a, a troll if you if they say like oh one troll don't listen to that you can't listen to the negative ones well i'm not gonna listen to the positive ones either like if if you're saying that like the whole school of thought is like you can't let you can't li- listen to the haters or whatever, if you're not going to listen to them, why are you going to listen to the ones that are praising you? It's the same thing, you know yeah. what I mean? They're just different edges of the sword. It's yeah. the same thing. Like you can't listen to either of you. It's all noise, and you just have to keep doing what you do and like yeah. hope it resonates you just with have people. To keep, that, that's at the end of the day. You know, people want to be nice. It's doing. nice, but like well, at the, it's oops. also like. It's like falling in love with a, a woman for me. And maybe this is like the root of what I need to figure out. Like when I have found myself to be like in love and a girl loves me back, that's when I start to not really like her anymore. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, this girl like is obsessed with me. Like, man, she doesn't have a lot going on. If she's like, so into me, do you know what I'm saying? Like I get like, Oh, yes i absolutely understand yeah so it's like uh yeah so it's like a thing 
with an audience like, too sometimes but you have I'm to like a massive piece of shit yeah sometimes if i'm like well, these people what are a the... massive piece of shit yeah there must be something wrong with them right so i should definitely drive them out of my life yes <laughs> or you just start i just start to not even find myself to be attracted to them anymore. it's so weird and i don't have that with an audience necessarily like i'm thankful for anybody who enjoys what i do and but I, I, I'm not going to sit there and, like, let some dude, like, suck my dick over my comedy and be like, you're the greatest and blah, because I'm going to be like, ah, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear that. And I don't want to hear somebody to be like, you suck. You're the worst. I'm like, I know I don't. I know I don't suck. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just like. You might not like me, but I know I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I get, I get the same. I don't I don't like. Uh, or I guess I shouldn't say I don't like. I'm very uncomfortable with, like, the the fan girl treatment if that makes sense like i'm just okay so i know how i take the sexy pictures and i like do the things with the spit and stuff but i'm <laughs> so fucking i'm so fucking awkward like it's so weird to me that my saliva is like peter parker's you know oh, it's insane but <laughs> <laughs> like i'm so fucking awkward and i'm just such a normal person and i'm so not used to actual public attention only internet attention so anytime I meet someone and whether it's like another performer, like maybe someone who's watched me for a long time, we get to work together or like whether it is a fan, I am so much more comfortable with someone approaching me just like, I really like what you do. You're hot. Let's take a picture or whatever. That is so much easier to me than like, oh my God, I've seen all of your scenes. I've been doing this and I'm hyper fucking ventilating. Like, I'm like, calm down. I don't know CPR. I should, but I don't. Like, I can't fix you. Like, calm down, because it's making me so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's like, like a... it's not like I. I would love for you to appreciate what I do and to think I'm hot. That's cool. That's fun. But treat me like a normal person, because I am just a normal fucking person. Yeah, that happens when people are drunk. Some, I mean, like, I'm on a stage in front of people, and that makes it easier to talk to people than than it does when like. I'm out of context where it's like I'm at a bar or something and people come up to you then at the bar where they're like, hey, but you know, that's been happening enough where it's like that gets kind of normal too or, or whatever. And so that's fine. But it's like, like last night I saw Alex Smith, who used to be a quarterback in the NFL. He's sitting next to me at dinner, like at another table. And all I said to him was like, hey man, loved watching you play or something like that. Left it at that. That was it. But like, I could have easily been such a, like, remember with the 49ers when you like, <laughs> you could bother a person. And I'm not saying that I get bothered, but like, it does get crazy when people are just like over and over again saying not even new compliments or just repeating the same compliments. It just makes me uncomfortable too, or to the point where I'm like, okay, like I got to get away from this person. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? At like, some point I'm just like, do I need to fart in front of you to prove that I'm real? Like what? Do not we even that. It's like, because... I just like, I, you've told, <laughs> thank you. You've said, how many times can I say thank you? Yeah, exactly. Like it, I it's can't not, come, you know, and it's like, and it does. And I know that it probably sounds so bad, but it doesn't come from a point of like, Oh, I don't appreciate. No, I fans. appreciate it's that. It, yeah. I appreciate that. But I need you to also respect the fact that I'm so fucking awkward and please don't frighten me i'm like, right it gets weird I'm like a stray yeah, dog that's like in an alley and you're coaxing it with food you don't run at it and be like <laughs> let me bite you it's like ah, and that's me so like calm down please yeah i don't mind people me. like approaching it's me and cool. stuff like that but people get some people get too familiar yeah it's like yeah just because i was chill dude doesn't mean you Fuck. know okay so they're opening up avn again yeah are you excited no <laughs>
I so I I had a moment where I was talking about this on another episode because I was like, it's so fucking cool. I don't think AVN is ever coming back because you know it was like failing for a while oh, and it yeah. got really shitty. And it's so cool that it's all going digital. And then um, I got an email that it's coming back for 2023, and I had like all these flashbacks of all these dudes who just think, I've seen you naked before. What if I just grab your crotch? That's and what I'm saying. I mean, obviously not to your level. To grab, and then I had another moment and I was like, I'm buff now. Oh, yeah. They won't fuck with me. I'll just be like, Ugh! and then we'll take a picture and it'll be fine. And they won't fucking, they'll hover hand. Just like the good old days. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same, obviously, as like being sexually assaulted by people who think <laughs> that they, but it's like people think <laughs> they're, people the just same. think that they can shit on, like, they'll be like, they'll shit on you the way like a friend of mine shat on me that I've known for years of my life like i'll have on my podcast they can shit on me and then they'll be like oh and they'll like do it in a way where you're like you're not my friend man mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean so like yeah. what's going on here and it's like then they're like well i like you i'm a fan then you feel bad you're like oh okay you're just trying to like be in on it that's cool but also like no know the difference you know yeah. what i'm saying like that's true oh my god i was just i've been your friend for a couple of years yeah well, when Wait, did what? the last two two years go? I don't know. I mean, I literally, <laughs> I literally was just thinking about this two years ago on this day. I performed on the same stage I'm going to perform last night, and it was like right before the world shut down. Or no, actually, it was like a. It wasn't on this exact day. It was like ten days prior, the sixteenth yeah. or something like that. It was right before St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I was supposed to have a flight out to Australia. <laughs> That never happened. <laughs> and here we are, two years later. That's crazy. Catching up. I'm yeah. I feel so much older. I feel wiser. I don't feel wiser. I feel like I've been in a <laughs> I feel like it was like I was in a coma. Uh I feel like I feel like for twenty twenty I was completely I feel like I started realizing things once I stopped drinking, which has been about a year and a half mm. now. So but that that first bit was a blur. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was not okay how long have you quit drinking yeah about a year about think, a year about, right? i think about a year and a half wow now. okay i thought it was like a long i thought you were sober for like no a year long, and a long half time. no i yeah i've talked about this on here because i definitely was drinking oh, at I a time again. that people did not even know i was drinking on cam so it was kind of like and my ex was also an alcoholic so that mm. didn't that didn't help but yeah it got to a point that i just i hated everything enough that i i couldn't even get on cam unless i was drinking wow so i would hide drinks and yeah so it was it was not it was not a good place why and wouldn't so... you just drink on cam you're not allowed to or people don't like that or what what made you think uh... that you had to hide it <laughs> was it more fun to hide it <laughs> uh so sometimes only my ex was allowed to drink and he oh would he made like a rule and so I was allowed to drink, so I would sneak drinks. Oh. Yeah, because it was very difficult to deal with him while being sober. <laughs> God, that's wild. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, no alcohol is super cool. I lost a bunch of weight, and I started working out instead. And it's been cool. And then I smoke weed, which is... That's cool. fucking cool. I love weed so much. I am not oh, sober okay. in any capacity. <laughs> no, but that's cool. There's nothing wrong I think, with I mean, I kind of quit... I self-imposed like quit booze, yeah, and just drink beer. Really, yeah. Well, I mean, it's which like, just made me fat. I, I'm always. I, I wish you know, like, and I'm. I'm actually probably at the point now, like, because I feel mentally well for like the first time in my right. adult life. So I feel like now I could drink, 
but I feel so good not. Yeah, drinking, like why would you want like, to? Why would I go back to drinking? No, that makes sense. Exists and it's legal. <laughs> yeah, same. You know, but I I've, smoke weed yeah. all the time. It's yeah, I like it to the point where I admitted that to my therapist, and she was like, "Well, that's fine." She's like, how does it help you? I'm like, I don't know. It tears my ego down. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I, I normally did my therapy sessions, like, just sober, stone, because I wanted to actually, like, you know, fully invest. But then one time, like, I was not feeling good, and I smoked before. Sometimes I need to I smoke. I smoked during, and I told her, and she's like, it's okay. If it helps you calm down. She's like, you just got to get through this. I yeah, like, sometimes okay. I need to just get high to, like, talk to that lady. Yeah. Well, I get, I get, like, very bad overthinking racy brain i'm just like always analyzing every situation i think i told you like before i came on your podcast <laughs> i spent that whole night before, oh yeah I'm like i was telling myself i was like it's gonna be totally fucking chill like what are you worrying about and then on the other hand the other side of my head was like you're gonna fuck it up you're gonna say something fucking stupid he's never gonna talk to you again like he's gonna be like this was fucking waste of time it's never gonna air and you're gonna totally fuck it up and here's everything <laughs> that can happen and i did not get to sleep until like three o'clock <laughs> i was like what do i do i get that i mean i get that way before i tape my own show like not that i'm gonna like i mean it has to air so it's like it's never like that it's just like i don't know what the anxiety is i've been having terrible sleep anxiety but like like last night i woke up i went to sleep like pretty early for vegas like Mm -hmm. 1 30 2 o'clock and i woke up at five this morning and i've just been up so I don't I, know why. I sometimes get like that when I travel. Yeah, I guess it's travel. Like, especially I mean, when it's hotel and you know it's a short trip. I kind of feel like my body is just like, eh, it's not my bed. I'm not used to it yet. I love hotels. I love them. I love being in a strange... I love I sleeping love so deep where you wake up and you're like, I don't even remember what city I'm in, let alone what hotel I'm in or what I room know, I'm in. Exactly. That's the best feeling in the world. And oh I'm God. chasing that constantly. I freaking... Let me tell you what I was with my ex. <laughs> I got so the first time that I got to fly by myself to LA. Thank you, Penthouse. I it was magical, and it was it was an okay hotel. Love you, Penthouse. And <laughs> oh my god, it was amazing. I was like, for the first time in years, I'm in a room alone by myself. No <laughs> one is drunk and yelling at me. No one is flailing in their sleep. No one's throwing up in the bathroom. I can watch whatever I want on TV. And it was amazing. I would sleep so deep. What a prison so you sound. lived in. Oh, and it was amazing. And then I started chasing that. And I was like, who can I shoot for next? Playboy? Can I get away again? <laughs> like, that's funny. And it was so fun. It was it was amazing. Yeah, that's it. what comedy is. Every week really I was cool. like, oh, I get to go to a, a hotel where I don't have to like clean up after oh myself. My God, I can so just... Good. People clean your room. I was like, what the fuck? Fresh towels every day. I was, I love hotels. And people are like, oh, I got an Airbnb. I'm like, why? <laughs> I hate Airbnb. Unless you're like with I like, like 20 Airbnb people. I like if I'm there for like a week or something. Because at that point, I like to like make my own food and just have room to like spread out. I feel like if it's like more than like four days, I'm like, oh my God, it's the same room that I'm stuck in. I, I don't, don't even I care. Don't like I'm that, stuck yeah. in the same room in my own apartment most of the time. I live in one room anyways. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, that works. I just live like a hermit. I feel like I, well, I have three dogs as well who are mm. not here right now. Thank God. But <laughs> I feel like I would kill myself if I had to live in one room. <laughs> oh, I get that. Yeah. I love them so much, but dear fucking Lord, they would just kill each other first. It would be fine. I would even have to kill myself. They would all murder each other. 
Well, that's what I'm working on with my therapist is to go out into the other rooms of your house or <laughs> your apartment. Oh my god. I don't know. How what made you what made you start therapy? Was it like the pandemic? I'm not a productive human being. I'm I'm like Did I you work... start therapy before you got a doctor? Uh no. no? At same time. I don't oh. I still don't have a doctor technically. Oh. That was part of the, uh, she's helping me with that as well. Okay. Or just the, f- I don't know what it is about, I don't have, a, I have like an immense fear of doctors. I don't and have so, a doctor either if it makes you feel any better. I just, I can't, tr- I don't trust them. I have like, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I just have yeah. this like thing with doctors. And so I'm trying to get over that. because you've seen too many pornos and the doctor ends up fucking the patient? I mean, I wish doctors were that cool, <laughs> but in my case, they're always just giving me shit news. You know? Yeah, for sure. They're always just telling me something awful that's going to happen to me. And I'm like, oh, God, get me out of here. <laughs> I can't fucking deal with this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, what are your dates coming up? Because everybody listens everywhere. Oh, and boy. If you guys have never been to a comedy show, or even if you have, definitely go see him if he's in your area. Uh, I have a bunch that I haven't gotten like confirmed yet, but I also have at least four on sale right now. I'm going to be in Indianapolis, May 19th. Indianapolis. I'm going to be in Philadelphia on June 2nd. I can't wait for that. I'm going to be in Chicago in August. I don't know the dates. It's five shows, though, at Zany's. I think the 11th through the 13th or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to be in San Diego sooner than that. I'm going to be Love. in July in San Diego at a brand new comedy club that they just opened up. Oh, or is cool. just opened. I don't even know if it's open yet, but... Will be. It'll be open by the time I'm there in That's July. Awesome. So. Hell yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. And then they're all for sale on my Instagram <laughs> at Josh underscore Potter. Fuck yes. All right. Hell yeah. Thank you for joining me. I really Thank appreciate you. it. It was super fun. I'm glad you had me. I'm Thank glad I got to do it. Listening. It was super cool. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. As always, uh, leave a like, subscribe. That'd be really cool. Leave a comment below. Help the algorithm. And do you have any final words? Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> okay.